I'm very lucky putting together services that I get to read a lot of poetry and I have a quote it's an Emily Dickinson's quote and it's if I can stop one heart from breaking I shall not live in vain and that really resonates with me because I might not be able to stop a heart from breaking but if I can just help in a little way and bring a small bit of comfort I know I've done my job properly. Are you searching for your ideal career, fed up of your daily grind, or simply want to hear some inspiring stories? Then you've come to the right place, because it's time to do a job you love. It's time to get work savvy. Welcome to episode 30 of the Get Work Savvy podcast. I hope that you're well, and I'm so glad you could join us for this week's episode. This is the show that aims to provide you with tips, tricks and ideas to help you find a way to get paid for your passion. Each week, we focus on a different professional. We find out what it is they do, share with you their story, whilst we pick out some tips, tricks and advice to help you get work savvy. Now over the weeks and months I've been listening to the feedback that people have been providing me and I'm going to be switching up the format of the show slightly. So if you are a long term listener then don't worry, I'm still going to be providing you with that long form interview but in the form of a bonus episode. So if it is that you've got a longer commute or you're really interested in what that person's story is then you can still dive into that longer episode. But I'm going to be creating each main episode as a shorter episode, highlighting what it is that professional does to give you some ideas about a different career you might not have considered and focusing in on some of the key takeaways to help you if you haven't got time to consume that longer form content. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this approach, whether you prefer the shorter or the longer episode. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe and follow Get Work Savvy on Twitter or Facebook by searching for Get Work Savvy. And let's start off by hearing from this week's guest, Claire, who shares some absolutely fabulous advice that I think everybody should take on board. Whilst you're listening, try and see if you can figure out what it is that Claire does before we reveal this towards the end of the show. In a world where you can be anything, be kind. And that's to yourself and it's to others, really. I've had very kind friends who've helped me over the years but also starting out with my business I've had a friend who helped me design my leaflets and my logo another friend who very kindly helped me with my press releases and I think my mother-in-law is the kindest person who I know she just has a special brand of kindness and her and my father-in-law they share every post that I put out on social media they're there sharing everything to help me as well. And I hope you agree that's such an important trait to have, being kind. If we could all help each other, then surely the world would be a bit better place. And who knows what doors might be opened because of your kindness. And I think this next point that Claire makes is something that we often overlook. You make your own luck. People see the tip of the iceberg of your success. They don't see sort of what goes on beneath the surface of the water, all that hard work, everything behind the scenes. And so you... There's a lot of things that perhaps go on behind the scenes. So people just think that you've got where you are by chance. But another one that I think of is that the brave do not live forever, but the cautious don't live at all. And you've got to kind of take those chances or you, you know, still might be where you were 10 years ago in another 10 years if you don't take those chances. How right is Claire about that? Often these days we look at the end goal of where you want to be or have a romantic idea about what it is somebody does for their job. I think something that every guest shares is how hard they've worked to get to where they are and there is no such thing as a lucky ticket as it were. So absolutely it's right to have those aspirations, those dreams, but equally you need to put in hard work to get to where you want to be. 
And as much as people like me say they love what they do, there's always difficult moments. Let's hear about one of Claire's challenges. Yeah, I had no idea about networking groups. I'd never done any of that before. That was totally out of my comfort zone. That was quite a new thing for me. And two things that I found challenging and tough was apart from starting out, I found it really lonely. But also December and January this year, I was quite ill. I only sort of had a heavy cold or a virus, but I couldn't shake being poorly. And it probably wasn't helped that it was my busiest times of the year. I think if I'd been employed, I probably would have taken time off sick. But being self-employed, you don't necessarily have that luxury of having sick pay or anything else like that. I wanted to build up my reputation. I didn't want to let people down. So I wonder if you've cottoned on to what Claire does. Pretty tricky, right? Not really reveal too much just yet. She reveals here that she is self-employed. And I think that's an aspiration for quite a lot of people, especially as entrepreneurship has become a more popular thing. But something that she shares here is it is quite difficult, especially when you're starting up on your own and you have to keep self-disciplined to work through those more challenging times. Something to consider if you're sick, you know, you're not able to go out there and, and earn money. One thing she does mention there is about how important it is to network. And I think that's especially right, whether you're looking for a job as an entrepreneur or, or to start off a business by yourself or even if you're looking to gain employment in a particular field. Networking is so important, and it's not something that I'm great at either, but just sharing your experience, your knowledge, start connecting with people on like a platform like LinkedIn or wherever your fellow professionals are, and try and kind of share your experiences and learn from each other is my advice on that one. It's not necessarily easy But what I'd say is referring back to that first point of being kind, often when you ask people for their advice or opinions or even some direction on some help, then you'll be surprised with how much kindness is out there. Okay, so let's stop your waiting. Let's reveal what it is that Claire does. She explains here how she transitioned from what it is she did previously to finding her ideal job and how she got work savvy. Remember that if you're keen on hearing the rest of Claire's story, Don't worry, it's going to be included in that bonus episode. So let's find out what it is Claire does. And I wonder, did you get it right? In 2016, my grandma died and she'd always been a really big supporter of mine. She was especially interested when I got into the wedding work. We also shared a really big interest in our family history. And at her funeral, I was asked to speak about this. And after doing that, I went away from the ceremony thinking that I'd really enjoyed the experience of being able to pay tribute to her life Mm -hmm. and our family history, because that was part of me too. Mm -hmm. And very much in a way that I thought that she'd approved of. And shortly after that, I learned that I'd been left some money by my grandma. And I could have used that for anything. But after a lot of careful consideration, I kind of realised that this is the chance I'd been waiting for. And I thought it was something that she'd approve of too. And my children were becoming more independent. My son was at uni, my daughter was taking a GCSE. So becoming self-employed would kind of allow me the flexibility to fit into their changing schedules as well. On top of that, I was about to get married. So I decided to use my grandma's money to leave my full-time job. And after my wedding and train and set myself up, as a funeral celebrant. I really get called all sorts of things. It really confuses people when I say what I do. They say, what? A vicar? 
a celibate, a humanist, I sort of try and explain it as that I'm somebody who celebrates all stages of life, but it really means officiating at services. Primarily, I do funerals and I'm engaged through funeral directors recommending me to families when they see them initially. And I work with national companies or independent funeral directors or families can contact me directly. But I also do weddings, renewal of vow ceremonies, naming ceremonies. As part of that, it's not really just standing up at a ceremony and talking. It's lots of preparation, coordination beforehand. My aim is really to deliver the most fitting funeral service for the deceased person, but also allowing everyone else to say goodbye in the manner which best suits them. So they can take place in a crematorium. They can be a memorial in a hall or a club or a cemetery a natural burial ground. Sometimes we might do them in a chapel and then go to a graveside or I might do a service just by a graveside. I've also done services in people's homes for them. Another thing that I also offer is a living funeral, which not many people again have heard of. And that's the concept of celebrating someone's life before they die so that they're there with the people that matter to them. But I'm very lucky sort of putting together services that I get to read a lot of poetry and I have a quote it's an Emily Dickinson's quote and it's if I can stop one heart from breaking I shall not live in vain and that really resonates with me because I might not be able to stop a heart from breaking but if I can just help in a little way and bring a small bit of comfort I know I've done my job properly. So come on who who guessed a celebrant and who even knew what a celebrant was before Claire explained that to us I certainly was a little bit unsure even though I'd arranged the interview with Claire. I think one thing that you can take away from that, even if you're not particularly interested in becoming a celebrant, is how Claire took and seized her opportunity when it was right there in front of her. She followed her passions and is now doing a fantastic job and has been nominated for various awards, only having started her business very recently. Just want to say again thank you to Claire for being part of the Get Work Savvy podcast. I hope you found this interesting. Like I say, I'd love to hear what you think about this new format. If you do want to dive deeper into Claire's journey and how she got to where she is today and also find out some tips and tricks about becoming a celebrant or just generally how it is that she found where she is today and how she worked through some of those challenges, make sure that you subscribe so you can be notified when that bonus episode comes out in the coming weeks where we explore what it is that she does and how she got there in much greater detail. Again, don't forget to share this episode with anyone that you think it will provide some value to and give us a rating and review to let us know what you think of the format, any ideas of professions that you'd like me to investigate for you, and I'll speak to you soon. Take care and don't forget to find a way to get work savvy.